You are listening to An Ounce, Season 3, Episode 51. That's all right, Aaron. You are listening to An Ounce, a podcast providing inspiration, ideas, and wisdom through engaging stories, commentary, and interviews so you can live life better. I'm Jim Fugate, and it's my privilege to share an ounce with you. I've got a story for you about the life of one of the most well-known characters in entertainment history. This story will highlight some of the lesser-known facts about him. See if you can guess who it is before I tell you. This character is probably one of the most famous mama's boys ever. He was born on January 8, 1935, in Mississippi to Vernon and Gladys. For now, we'll call him Aaron. Seems some sort of sadness or misfortune always was there to weave itself into his life. Right off the bat, his twin brother passed away, and a bit later in his childhood, his dad was thrown in prison, leaving he and his mom to live with relatives. The living situation remained rough for Aaron and his family throughout his entire childhood. In 1941, Aaron entered the first grade. And shortly thereafter, with the encouragement of his teacher, gave his first known public performance. At age six, Aaron placed fifth in the Dairy Talent Show, singing a rendition of Red Foley's country classic, Old Shep. A few months later, his parents gifted him with a guitar. Aaron was not impressed. He was hoping for a bike or a rifle or something cool. The whole singing thing didn't suit him. At this young age, Aaron was very quiet and wasn't comfortable singing out. Perhaps that contest thing scared him a bit. Aaron said later in life, I took the guitar and watched people and learned to play a little bit, but I would never sing in public. I was very shy about it. By the time he entered sixth grade, he was in a new school and was considered quite the loner. The other kids made fun of him. They referred to him as that trashy kid who played hillbilly music. By seventh grade, he had begun to enjoy music more and began bringing his guitar to school. Aaron loved listening to a radio program starring Mississippi Slim. Slim's little brother was a classmate of Aaron's and introduced the two. Slim was impressed with the boy, taught him a few chords on his guitar, and after a year or so, scheduled Aaron for two live performances. Aaron failed to perform on the first one. He was overcome by stage fright, but a week later, he succeeded. Despite his growing interest and talent in performing, he got a C in music in school. His music teacher openly said she just didn't like the way he sang, and he continued to be bullied by his classmates. Aaron began to gain a bit of confidence in his music by his late teens, and as a senior in high school, he took on some of the appearance he was later admired for. He grew his hair out, dyed it black with shoe polish, and used Vaseline and rose oil to style it. And he grew out his hideburns. Still the mama's boy. At about 17, he spent $4 to make an amateur record as a present for his mother. When asked by the receptionist what kind of singer he was, he replied simply, I sing all kinds. The receptionist pressed him a bit by asking who he sounded like, and he answered, I don't sound like nobody. After the recording session, her notes said, Good ballad singer, and she decided to hold on to a copy of his amateur singer's recording. Aaron continued to struggle with music, 
His style just didn't fit in with the norm expected at the time. When he was 19, he was rejected at an audition by a quartet called Songfellows. They said he just didn't have an ear for harmony, and they told Aaron he just couldn't sing. Aaron kept at it anyway. And by 1954, Aaron began to come into his own. The music industry began to recognize his talent and booked him in front of larger and larger audience. By 1955-56, things started happening quickly, and soon he was performing regularly in Las Vegas. But he was not all that well received by some. A critic from Newsweek magazine described him as a jug of corn whiskey at a champagne party. Soon Aaron was shaking things up all over the place. Television greats like Milton Berle and Ed Sullivan didn't like him much at all. But he was so popular, they had to have him on their shows. Sullivan booked him three times for an unprecedented fee of $50,000 each. However, because of the way he swung his hips around as he performed, many considered it obscene, and they insisted the TV camera only frame him from the waist up. J. Edgar Hoover, head of the FBI, considered him a national security risk and had people keep an eye on Aaron. Well, you've probably figured it out by now. We're talking about the first king of rock and roll, Elvis Aaron Presley. After a legendary career in music and films, Elvis passed away on August 16, 1977, at his estate, Graceland. However, many of his fans refused to believe it, and there have been continuing Elvis sightings to this day. Some claim to have seen him driving a tow truck, working at a gas station, or even selling ice cream. However, it has been confirmed that Elvis has left the building, so to speak, though his musical influence remains. So here's the ounce. Though Elvis never wrote his own music, he had an ingenious way of making the music uniquely his. His music was unfamiliar, new, different, and it was unappreciated at first. But in spite of initial trepidation and fear, Elvis blazed forward, clearing a trail in the music industry for many to follow. And a lot of folks didn't like it. No, not one bit. But love him or not, Elvis let out and made it work with his own style. The lyrics to the sultry ballad Black Velvet say, Mama's baby is in the heart of every schoolgirl. Love me tender leaves him crying in the aisle. His lesson to us, do what you love in your own way, in spite of what some think. You might well find others who will understand and join you in the fun. And that's it. An ounce submitted for your consideration. Thank you for listening, subscribing to, and sharing an ounce. I'm Jim Fugate, and I'll catch you next time. Hey, check out our YouTube videos at youtube.com forward slash at an ounce podcast. That's youtube.com forward slash at symbol an ounce podcast.